There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Well, I'm Jim Price sitting in for Josh Reed here from Dark to Light. I do appreciate you all tuning in. And thank you so much for being here just this day right before uh, we get to celebrate uh, the failure of socialism and uh, how we actually first tasted that here in American soil. I don't think we're always as mindful of how things actually came together with those pilgrims back in, in 1620. We all want to run around and we all want to say, well, this is a day of thanks, which is absolutely correct. I mean, it's a thank, thankful well, we don't live in a country of socialism. We don't live under those types of ideology, or do we? When we look around at our situation with people who want to give away everything that everybody else has, you kind of wonder, have we not fallen back into the laziness that someone else produced it, someone else will make that money, someone else will be the savior for us. And the problem is, is that in reality, we have to be... We have to be the provider for our own future. The Constitution says we have God-given and able rights that cannot be taken away no matter how good or bad you really are. And yet we don't practice that. We don't pay attention to those things, right? We're always kind of, oh, well, you know, I, I this or that, or, well, the government's going to help me there. Well, no, you know, if we actually understand the Constitution gives us all the same access to success, but the result of our success is only dictated by our effort that we actually put in, what we're actually willing to put forth, that's, that's on you. Your ability to act, your ability to work, your ability to move forward, what do you, what do you want from me? I, I, I can only do so much for you, right? You have to do the rest. You have to pick it up, pick up the ball, and move it on your own. Now, if you guys have any uh, comments or questions right here before Thanksgiving, you want to talk about the uh, anti-socialist day or the victory over socialists, remember the number here is 585-346-3000. Here at WYSL, or the toll-free number is 866-552-1009. So don't hesitate to call in if you want to comment on our anti-socialist holiday that says that we won the victory over socialism, or did we, or we just fall right back into it. And too many times we forget about what it was really like, that there was only 102, think about this, there's only 102 pilgrims that bothered to hit Pilgrim's Rock, right? Or where we want to call it, with the Plymouth Rock, or where they landed, or the cove, or the dirt, or whatever. We all, we, we, do we really know where our history really is, right? Do we actually even know where Plymouth Rock is? Or where we talk about the different boats that they were in, or what does that really matter? There was only 102 of them. But after the very first 12 months they were here, actually didn't even make it into the winter, they lost half. So that's 50 people. But how many of the people that were already here decided to come and celebrate and come to save the pilgrims that first uh, that second year? There were 90 of these indigenous people, the people that were here already. 90 of them showed up for the 50 that were left. And it only took them about six to nine months. And I, I say you can say a year if you want, that first year, to figure out that socialism sucks. Because everybody figures out how lazy and how selfish their hearts really are. In that first year when nobody's producing, nobody's doing anything, and then everybody's looking around, it's everybody else's fault, not my fault. Doesn't that sound like something today? It's not my fault today. That's your fault. Wait, no, wait it's my fault or it's the government's fault? Well, if I never make a decision for myself, I can never be wrong. But think about that. That's, that's what we've defaulted to in our country now. I want to default my decision-making for my medical freedoms, my 
financial freedoms, my ability to succeed or fail to the government. Because we all need that safe harbor called big government. Big government's going to be amazing, right? Oh, let's just bring in more big government. You understand this FTX thing is, is probably one of – I think it's one of three things. One of it was is they wanted to rush into this money laundering scheme and get as much as they could and get out. I think that's part of it. The other part of it was is then when they got out, then they showed this great collapse where they left a lot of dummies sitting in there holding the bag and, and just taking their billions and running. But yet the common guy who's sitting there going, hey, what happened to myself? What happened here? Then, oh, well, we got to rush big government in to save crypto. And just like in your state, then New York, your governor there, she and all of her wisdom says that there cannot be any, any kind of uh, crypto mining for two years. There's a moratorium. So now your executive branch of your state has decided that they're just going to tell you how to live your life. There's no legislator that's involved. There's no judicial, uh, there's no judicial process involved. It's just the executive branch working outside of itself, which tells me you guys have a constitutional crisis. When you actually have any one part of the three parts of government working by itself or alienating the other parts, that's called a constitutional crisis. Didn't we learn this during the Trump years when we were told that there's a constitutional crisis? Don't you remember Nancy Pelosi and talking to all her breathy tones of, uh, you know, alcohol-induced stupor as she sits there and tells you that we have a constitutional crisis. As I like the dossier, the dossier, the constitutional crisis, Russiagate, Russiagate. Guys, we have so much to learn about ourselves in this time right now. Have fun. Do look forward to seeing each other. Do look forward to being irritated. Do look forward to being tired. Do look forward to putting up with stuff from your cousins and your nephews and nieces and dads and all that. Look forward to those because there's going to be a time when they're not going to be there. And this is the time of year that we need to be mindful that we come back to ourselves, come back to our families, join closer, take the football with you, take the baseball, enjoy some time, whether you're in Buffalo underneath five feet of snow or not, or whether you're down in Miami where it's 80 degrees a day. Remember, come together, find those friends, find those families, and come together and forget all the BS. If anything we've learned over the last few years, they taught us through the whole corona, Mexican beer flu season that we had for two years of craze, that we need to come closer together. We need to bind together. And what a mindful thing to say, well, we're celebrating the fall of socialism. And if we think of it in that way, not so, we can say Thanksgiving, yeah, we're, we're thankful. Remember, Thanksgiving has not been around for very long. It's not been around for two or 300 years. No, it's, it's actually something new. In reality, we have to think about this time as we go into this, that we saw people who were leaving tyranny, wanting to find a different way, tried the whole socialist thing. Like, hey, we give, give, same, same. We all got, you know, we're all this equal, equal. Well, then they found out a very, very short time that it kills a lot of people. And it does, just doesn't work. I mean, the human nature of things. So being able to individually own your own property, uh, own your own assets, and then barter, trade, exchange at your own free will, having that freedom and liberty, that's where the success lies. And that's why we were undefeatable. That's why we were so strong. And even though we fought ourselves, we still found victory in that, even though we were fighting over individual state rights, even though we had those brothers killing brothers, we still were strong enough in our ideology and understanding what freedoms and liberties are about to go ahead and continue to push on. Yet, let's not forget, let's not forget those lessons. 
Remember, even on your windshield, when you're looking out front of your vehicle, that big piece of windshield, there's a, a device attached to it. It's called a rearview mirror. And that rearview mirror gives you a glimpse of what's behind you, which, where you've come from. And even though you're looking forward, there's a little bit of the past there. So you can always remind yourself where you're coming from and what's going on and what from your past might be coming up to surprise you. We always have to remind ourselves that there is a how our heart is now is how our future will be. But always remind, remember, we got to look in that past. And that's why I want to talk about, I'm going to go into a little more detail on the whole Plymouth Rock thing, on the whole, you know, Thanksgiving and this and that, where we all think that, you know, just we're all same, same, we're all equal in God's eyes, and we're just going to love each other to death. Well, that's fine. You can love each other to death, but um, that's all it leads to is death. We don't lead to success when we try to take from other people and give to others who are not putting in the same amount of success. And that's why a free market, now listen to me, a free market is completely different. We have a situation where we can have a free market and be successful. That's that. That's where we get the innovation. That's because people are trying to like, hey, man, I want a little extra. I want to do a little more. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And that's kind of how we got to all these ingredients in our food that don't make sense because they're just a bunch of chemicals that stimulate different neurons in our brain to make us think that it tastes the way it should. That's how we got there because people were in there cutting corners. They were trying to get better. But the public votes with their dollar. So they're going to push back on all that. Right? They're going to push back and say, no, I want an Oreo with just cocoa. I want lard. I want a little salt. And I want – that's it. Like I want some baking soda. Now, I just want an Oreo that has like three or four ingredients in it. I don't want all the chemical crap that you think that needs to be there for to be self-stable. Shelf-stable. I don't need shelf-stable food. I need good food. That's not destroying my body. But see, that's where we get to vote with our money. Right, Those guys who went to the chemicals and all that in the box – well, maybe we push back to the guys who are actually doing it right and giving us things that actually aren't going to kill us or destroy us. They don't have vegetable oils in there that actually show to actually increase heart failure and actually diminish your lifespan by 20%. If we got away from those things, how much better would we be? Well, guys, we're getting ready to come up here on a break, and I want you guys to take the opportunity to call into the station anytime you'd like. Remember, you can call in to 558-346-3000 and ask us any questions or comments. I'm Jim Price on Dark Delight. We'll be back here in just a few minutes. This one goes out to the one I love. This one goes out to the one Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. 
lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. Well, welcome back, everybody, from our commercial break there. I do appreciate you guys all tuning back in. WYSL, I did quote the number for you guys to call in and question or comment anything I'm saying, and I guess I gave you the wrong number because I just didn't want you to question or comment, right? No, uh, guys, listen, 585 585-346-3000, 585-346-3000, 866-552-1009. Guys, don't hesitate to call in. Now, listen, I started out the show and I wanted to talk to you guys about what we really see in the world around us and how we should be considering Thanksgiving our victory over socialism. And this was actually, there was a lot of this written uh, back in, you know, the, the in 1620 and uh, that was really describing what was going on in the world around us. And uh, the first governor of Massachusetts, uh, he actually put a, a quote out here. Uh, that the pilgrims had been wrong to think that they that they could t- taking away all the property in the commonwealth uh, would make them happier. So the idea that you 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 say, well, nobody owns anything, nobody has anything, and yours is mine, mine is yours, and they thought that that would be a, a utopian effect, some type of perfection, some type of life that says, oh, we're gonna we're gonna you know we're gonna beat this whole racket of having tyr- you know tyranny, right? By just allowing everybody to be what they want to be. Well, uh, back then it didn't work, and it was really, you know, the, the, his quote was, as if they were wiser than God. <laughs> I, I, I am amazed by how we have such, we have such clarity of mind and, and word, yet we really don't even understand the lessons that are here. Uh, let's see, uh, according to Bradford, uh, not long after the pilgrims had landed, they found this, this collective colony. Uh, it bred confusion and discontent. Uh, and actually cause people to not work. And that is what socialism really does, is because when you think it was like, why, if I'm, it's like this whole COVID thing. That was a real practice in socialism, was it? Remember the whole stay home on your unemployment and get an extra 600 bucks a week just because you're just, you're great. And uh, we found out that people just didn't want to go back to work. People weren't, you know, no matter whether they felt they should or should not go back, they just didn't go back because the money, the money was too nice just to sit around and be able to you know, dictate your day. Wow, what an awesome life that you just sit around. But where is that money coming from and where is that debt created? And then who has to pay all that back as you keep swiping the old Visa card, the old MasterCard or American Express, whatever it is. And uh, we are really in a, a pickle. 
I don't know if you guys have ever gone to the usdebtclock.org. You guys want to understand what socialism really does? You can see where all the giveaways really are. You go to usdebtclock.org and you start looking at all the red. And then you start looking at the gold and silver paper to actual physical silver available and and physical gold available. It's it's actually amazing when Josh and, and Kirk Elliott are talking about telling you guys, listen, there's this whole thing of getting into silver, getting into gold. You know, when you're 425 percent, you've issued 425 percent more paper than you have available silver. You've oversold yourself. Yourself. It's it's crazy. I had uh, I had a gentleman that was talking about how the auto industry. Yes, yesterday on my show, he was talking about the auto industry has really got themselves in a pickle. That new used car prices are falling right now. Used car prices are falling, but a lot of these people have a lot of these dealerships have gone and bought. Used cars at like basically full retail of new price, and so they're going to try to pass that cost on to you. But yet, right now we're seeing a decline in used cars, and that's because interest rates are rising, and so we're seeing those things going on. And so when we think about how you know there's people out there, they're going to abuse this system, they're going to misuse this system. Don't be mindful, but don't don't get yourself caught right. But if you know that used car prices are diving down. Then you need to be a better consumer, right? But if if Kirk, Elliot, and Josh are uh, telling you, listen, guys, silver's out there. Go to us.clock, usdebtclock.org, and see that silver is at four hundred twenty-five, four hundred fifty percent oversold. That's an AMC game, uh, GameStop kind of, you know, perfect storm. Is if you get in there and you've got those pounds of silver, you've got that ability to hold on to that for a while. Like pounds of silver really isn't that much money. And you're like, well, pounds of silver, Jim. But if everything goes and corrects itself at 450%, where are you going to be on your initial investment? If you're buying silver somewhere around that $30 an ounce, what happens when it goes at that 450%? Uh, what happens when that, that factor comes in? And this is part of where we see the socialism has creeped its way in. Now, I, listen, guys, I talked last week. Uh, on the show, and I appreciate you guys having me on and, and being a great sport and uh, playing along. Um, last week on my show, my, Friday, I really gave a, a real cheer session to my listeners, to my followers, to the people who watch me on TV and on the radio and, I, and on the internet. I said, guys, listen, they've been trying to destroy America, knowing that America wanted freedoms and liberties since before we really even wrote the Declaration of Independence, before we even got it signed or sent to the king, said, hey, we're going to do our own thing over here. And we were telling the only world power at that time, hey, go pound sand. We got this. Kick rocks there, kingy. We got this whole thing. And then remember that that even before that happened, only 3% of Americans really wanted independence from the king. They liked their captor. They liked the guy. And so they kept going back. And yet there was at that time people working against the, the, the guys who wanted to be our founding fathers, they were just, you know, trying to, they were trying to subvert them. They were trying to crash the party, try to crash their meetings, uh, trying to have them arrested. There was all kinds of manipulation going on. And we always forget like, well, you know, they, they were just a bunch of old guys sitting around. These were young guys. A lot of your main characters that who were very, very loud about this were actually in their early twenties. And so be mindful of that. It's not always the old people doing this. So that a lot of times young people actually get out there and do a great job as well. But when we're going back through time and we think about how we told the only world power, hey, kick rocks, there were people, our own people, our own 
our own fellow man in the colonies that said, hey, we're going to destroy you. We're going to get rid of you. But then when the war came along, there was even people in the country that were fighting against the people in the country trying to, to help England win. So we've been having this battle of America since before it was really even conceived. And even as it was trying to be birthed, as it was trying to enter this world, there was even people within trying to destroy it, trying to kill it. And so it's taken about 200 and some odd years of, of this constant destruction of America to see where now we're like, hey, what happened? But in the last six years, really when Trump came down the escalator and started talking about fake news, fake news, fake news, fake news, you started learning something. Six years ago, if I had told you that, you know, the establishment and there's this the two wings of the same bird and you know, there's there's all the, the newspapers write articles are completely factually inaccurate. You'd be like, well, I don't know, Jim, you're just kind of pushing it. You know, they, they don't they get some things wrong. But if I asked you that same question today, you're like, no way. I'm not taking that rag. I'm not taking that newspaper. I'm not going to watch CNN. There's no way. But yet you six years ago, you were quoting CNN, right? And well, sometimes I get it right. Well, I, was, I quoted Fox, you know, Fox has always got it. So the problem is, is that in six years, you have literally pulled that curtain back. You've already changed your purview, right? You've changed your angle, what you see things, and things are so much different from you now. So if I say, listen, guys, I, I got idiot by the establishment because I ran for office. You're like, yeah, man, that's what they do. They destroy people. Six years ago when I was going through it and I was watching my life be tore apart and, and my, my above top secret security clearance taken away from me that I was working for the DOD almost 18 years. I was having my job taken away. My security clearance was taken away. I had a clean background. I was that guy. And now I watched my life being destroyed right in front of me. And I was telling people, listen, this is what they do. This is how they do it. And they're like, well, I don't know, Jim. Come on. They wouldn't say that if it wasn't real. But today, people are like, yeah, I get it. And I'm so sorry you went through that. It's amazing how much growth we've actually had. And we need to give ourselves amazing credit for that. Understanding what socialism really is. What communism really is. What a constitutional republic really is. How many times in your life have you even bothered to say those phrases? A constitutional republic? When have you ever thought to put that together until the last few years when you started saying, hearing, hey, we're not a democracy, we're a constitutional republic, we're not a democracy. Yes, yes, potato in chief, yes, Nancy Pelosi, you're going to lose your democracy. And let me give you a quick story here. Right before we go into break, I want you guys to understand a great example of democracy. See, people think a democracy is like, well, we all vote and we all... You know, it's just same, same, right? We vote. It's, it's, yeah, it's voting. Well, no, the problem with that is, is that it's not voting. Let me give you the story. So there's four of us sitting around. We all decide that we want, uh, we're going to vote for different things for dinner. And uh, we're all sitting there going, okay, well, uh, we all raise our hand. We all want pizza. All right. Everybody puts in their money, gets 20 bucks a piece or whatever for pizza. And uh, you guys all give me that. And I got, I got 20 bucks a piece, so I leave, and I'm going to go buy pizza. That's what you have. We've all voted. We've all agreed that we all pizza. We all want pizza, so I leave. I have the money. And about, I don't know, a few minutes later, a half an hour, hour later, I come back, and uh, I got these bags in my hand, and everybody's looking around, and they're looking at each other like, well, hey, what happened to the pizza? We all agreed that we were going to have pizza. And this is where democracy changes is everything. Well, I know you all wanted pizza. But I had the money, and so I made the decision. 
that's what the potato in chief, you can say pedo or potato, I don't care how you put it, but pedo in chief there, he doesn't want to lose democracy because he wants you to vote so he can get the money and he can go do what he wants. Don't we see the Ukraine? Don't we see the Hunter Biden laptop? Don't we see the pay-to-play? Don't we see the connection to the FTX? By the way, there was a lawyer that went into the bankruptcy of FTX and said the top 50 donors or owners of FTX uh, is to keep their names private during the bankruptcy. My point is, is that the top 50 people who were actually part of FTX, the biggest contributors or holders of FTX, we're going to find they were on the Epstein's flight log. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call that out right now. I'm going to go out on a, a limb. I don't think it's a very big, uh, far limb to go out on. I think it's absolutely accurate. You're going to see the same people on the FTX list that was in the Epstein's Island. Again, guys, you have so many things right in front of you, so many answers. But don't fall for socialism, right? Don't fall for those things. Be the mindful people out there. Remember, having your heart right now makes a great future for you. I am Jim Price, sitting in for Josh Reed on Dark to Light. We'll be back here in just a few minutes on WYSL. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Because your friends don't dance. And if they don't dance, well, there no friends of mine. See. Dark to Light with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. I'm Jim Price, sitting in for Josh Reed here on WISL from Dark to Light. I appreciate you guys all being here. Remember, call in 585-346-3000 or toll-free 866-552-1009. I do have a caller calling in a race. It's uh, Keith from Rochester. I heard he's a he's a pretty smart guy out there, and he's a pretty reg- pretty much of a regular here on the show. So, Keith, how are you today, man? Uh, I'm someone who answers directly. If someone is given money uh, for an agreed-upon purchase, and he comes back and says, I had the money and made decision otherwise. Once his backside was properly kicked, he would never pull that again. And if we could physically do that with every government official, they would never betray us again. That's what we don't have. We don't have direct access to these people to look them in the eye, and they would know a death is staring at them if they betrayed us and knifed us in the back. If we could have that... Uh, to sum it up, that was the, the difference between the two houses of Congress. The Senate was to be the large uh, thinking, uh, take your time thinking uh, things through body, whereas the House of Representatives was to be, to be much closer to the people. Now we have uh, people in both houses serving decades and decades. That was not the original intent of our founding fathers. And in closing, once government officials get that far away from the people and what the people want, we become slaves to the government, and uh, you were saying correctly, only one-third of the colonists wanted to fight uh, for George Washington and freedom. Uh, mm-hmm. When you don't uh, have uh, the access, people uh, get beaten down, and I'm thinking of several of my friends who have been beaten down. They don't think anymore uh, like I try to be without bragging, like a warrior. And uh, because the government has gotten away from us, including the House of Representatives, we don't have access to these so-called leaders, and they betray us all the time because they know they can get away with it. Well, absolutely. I mean, you got to think, we don't do tar and feathering anymore. See, remember, there was actually a practice of literally going and getting a, a pitch tar 
and feathers to run a guy out of town, run him out on a rail. I mean, there was all these different things that we did to hold our public servants accountable, but we've gotten weaker and we've, they've been doing this for so long to get away from us. And we have really, we've really pushed ourselves into this because of our own laziness, because we see that someone else will do it. Well, here we are, right? Well, uh, without bragging, if I went out in the streets, because I'm very angry that Carrie Lake had her race stolen from her as Arizona governor, if I personally, making myself a spectacle here, if I went out alone, I would be squashed in two seconds. You, sir, you have the floor. You're the host. Without me dickering with you, how would you (laughs) advise true patriots to take back their country? If some of us really, really wanted to go out there and not get... Uh, smitten down, uh, like the Bible says, we will smite you down, uh, the the, uh, Philistines coming at us. How do we fight a government that has been weaponized against us if we really wanted to push back? What would you answer? If someone like me, without being false and phony, hopefully in any way, wanted to go out there and take back our country, how would we do it? Oh, absolutely the best question in the world, and this is the one I've been really trying to drive home. First thing is, Never stop talking about freedoms and liberties. Never stop talking about every argument starts at the Constitution, not where the last one left off. And here's the – just keep your mouth running. I mean literally plant the seeds of knowledge to every single person you can, whether they're in the grocery line, whether they're filling up their tank across the pump from you, or they're at the convenience store lineup, or at church. Just keep talking. Pass around information. That – is how it all works. That's how it begins. That's the ground. That's the very first part of the ground game. The second part is you have to go and get yourself on the docket for the city council meetings, for the school board meetings, for the county commission meetings. And those are the three at your local level. Remember, right now there's two counties in Arizona that are holding up the certification of the election in Arizona because the county commissioners will not certify it. They are the stopgap. But if you don't go to the county commission meeting, You don't go to the school board meeting. You don't go to the city board meeting and sit there and tell them exactly how you feel. They can't read your mind. And too much of it, we've been mad. Well, I'm going to vote harder next time. I'm not going to vote for John. I'm going to vote for Bill. I'm going to vote for Susie, not not Beth. No, guys, listen. You have to go to those meetings and sit there and go, John, I see you. You live in my neighborhood. This is not how we we said we were going to do this. You said you were going to do these things. I'm holding you accountable to get rid of CRT. I'm holding you accountable to quit spending money on things we don't need, solar projects that don't work and wind farms that don't generate any energy. You know, go to those those different meetings, the school board meetings, say, listen, I am holding you accountable for the pornography you are displaying in front of our children. That's how you start, guys. And I'm going to tell you, if you just start talking a lot, the school board, the city council, and the county commission meetings become almost second nature to you. But get on the docket, do your two, three minutes, whatever it is they think that you deserve. Because that's another bull, bull, you know, bull thing they're doing right there. where They're limiting your time to redress your grievances with your public servants. Get on the list. Start talking. Get up there every single time there's a meeting. And I know some of them are during the day because they do that purposely so a lot of you guys can't show up. Don't ever shut up and get to the meetings. If you do those three meetings... Right there, guys. I'm actually going to be putting together a campaign on my show, the Jim Price Show, that I'm I'm going to launch out and say the first 10 people that show me that they're on the docket and they spoke at a city council meeting, at a county commission meeting, and at a school board meeting, that I'm going to send them a T-shirt and a coffee mug for my show. The first 10 people that show me that they are on the docket, show that they've sent it, send it to me. I'm going to send them a T-shirt and a mug 
because I want to see that participation because that's what makes the difference. And as soon as you get this ground game going and you get this going right, the ground game down here, then you could pop up to that state level and the federal level. Not that you don't ever stop talking to those guys, but start at that bottom level where it's right down the street from you. Now, you don't have to go all the way to the Capitol. You don't have to go to Albany, right? You don't have to go all the way down there and see those guys. Start local. And that's what General Flynn, I was on the stage with General Flynn a couple of weeks ago. Local elections have national impact. Change the city councils, change the county commissioner, change the school board. And you, wa- you watch how amazingly the state starts to change as well. But you got to do it in your own neighborhood. So keep your pie hole running. Don't, this is one of those times they say, oh, you got two ears and one mouth. Listen more than you talk. Uh-uh. When it comes to freedoms and liberty, I want to be tired of you telling me about it. I want to be exhausted from you telling me about those things. So, uh, Keith, anything else you want to add before you head out? I agree with all of that. Uh, the problem is Biden's Justice uh, Department, uh, really, uh, Merrick Garland and all that, they've been weaponized against these good parents, True. calling them domestic terrorists. It takes especially mm-hmm. strong people now to stand up. You not only are standing up against uh, the bad things coming in, uh, like the uh, child pornography and the horrible race theory, uh, you've mm-hmm. also got your own government weaponized against you, right. and that's where Americans are feeling beaten down, that the government that should be in there helping them is really fighting them and even arresting them. Well, and here's where that answer is for that, Keith, and I'm going to let you hang up and listen to this online. We have to be mindful that our sheriffs are the constitutional officers in our state. The sheriffs, the county sheriffs, are the are literally the authority, the constitutional officer in each state and those county sheriffs have all the power on earth even above the governor even against the federal government the federal government cannot come in if the sheriff says get out of my county they're gone period they cannot even come back on him because he is elected by the people and he has more power than the quote-unquote bureaucracy of the police department or any other agencies so get to know your sheriff if your sheriff's not a true constitutionalist I'm telling you right now, there are I have had constitutional sheriffs on my show that are amazing, doing amazing work out there, but there's not very many of them. If the county I live in, Central County, Kansas, I've talked to my sheriff, and I had in, a, in an open meeting, I asked him a question, are you a constitutional sheriff? He says, I'm a constitutional sheriff, but not like you think, constitutional sheriff. Well, then you're not a constitutional sheriff. If you want to have that thin blue line on your side, start with your sheriff. You have to have them on your side to make sure that they protect your individual freedoms and individual liberties against the bureaucracy of your of your country. You're exactly right, Keith. You're exactly right in the idea that you say, hey, what am I going to do when I'm going to be targeted by my own government? If your sheriff has got the cojones to do his job accurately as a constitutional officer, he will be there in front of you. He will be out there before you even can get out there. He'll be saying, you will not affect my citizenry. You will not come in and touch my constituents. You will not come into my county and you know usurp my authority. You will do as I say because I am the constitutional officer of this county. Understand, there is true power there. But you then have to have that meeting with him, right? Have the meeting with the sheriff. But then, like I said, get on those dockets for those other three committee meetings. Be that person that's always there and know the people's names. Know their first and last names, not just sir and ma'am and your honorable, but honestly go in there and know who they are and know what they've been doing. Follow the record and change your local government. Local government has national impact. That's what General Flynn says all the time. Like he has a shirt that says that. Be that difference, right? So again, the sheriffs, 
huge, huge deal. Get them on your side. Get them talking the right way and tell them, hey, your, your, your next run depends on it, doesn't it? And then you'll be mindful to see how their, their mood changes and how, they much want, how much they want to help you and do more press conferences about freedoms and liberties. Guys, thank you so much for being here. I'm Jim Price singing for Josh Reed and Dr. Light. We'll be back here in just a few minutes. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. I'm Jim Price here on WYSL. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, toll-free number is 866-552-1009 or the station number is 585-346-3000. Guys, thank you so much for being here. You know, the one I was thinking about on the break is that Keith is is really... He should be like the the quietest of us all. Like that version that Keith came in and he says, you know, hey, I want to make a difference. You know, so many times we forget that I think Keith should be louder. I think Keith should be doing more. But there should be a thousand of him calling into this show right now saying the exact same thing, demanding their time on air, saying, listen, I want to be heard. I want people to know what I'm saying. I want to come together. I want to have a meeting. I want to get together at the school board meeting. I want to go to the here. I want to go to there. I want to go to the special sub meetings. Keith should be like, like that should be the mildest version of us. You're losing your country that you're paying for with your own blood, sweat, and tears. Why? I, I don't I just, this part just slays me that, you know, like, oh, Keith, you know, he's, 
he's really out there and, you know, he's really trying. He's doing it. No, listen, Keith should be the mild of us, mildest of us. English is my first language, so I'm very good at it here. Um, he should be the, he should be like, that should be the smallest voice in the group. There should be so many that are so loud that Keith is getting, you know, he's getting muffled because people are talking about more freedoms, more liberties. They're out there pushing and knowing that they're going to be heard and they're going to move that needle. Now, like I said, guys, we have done amazing work in six years to turn this whole thing around that they've been spending hundreds of years to destroy. Remember, it's taken them hundreds of years to tear down this great constitutional republic we have. And in six years, we have been tearing apart their little plan day after day after day. And the greatest thing is, is like right now, you're listening to my voice across the land and you say, listen, I'm going to be the difference maker. This is how we do it. Listening to me right now, making a plan, talking to your neighbor, talking to your, hey, you got family coming up? You might as well make it fun and say, hey, how about that died suddenly movie? How about that whole, you know, government chemical that everybody thought they should take? Guys, it's okay to talk about it. Remember, as long as you're trying to get to a conclusion or you're trying to get to a resolution, that's fine. And it's okay to go out there and say, listen, we have to do things differently. But if you never say it out loud, then who's going to know? Everybody's mind readers now. We're all like doing this telepathy thing. You know, we're all, you got Spock holding his fingers on your head, pulling the information out of you. No, guys, you have to open your mouth. And Keith, like I said, Keith, I love you, guy. Man, I appreciate you calling in. You're exactly spot on. You're speaking my heart. You're right there where you need to be. Um, And that's the kind of men we need out there. I do have another call come in. Uh, John from Rochester. Uh, Go ahead, sir. Hey, Jim, uh, you know, you bring up some good points, but i got to tell you, the left has uh, some real benefits that occur to them, one being the media. Ninety-five percent or 90 percent of the media just uh, is their free, free publicity uh, companies, really. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they beat the drum on the leftist uh Propaganda from NPR right down to NBC, ABC, you name it, yeah. Washington Post, yeah. etc. The other issue is a, a lot of us have to work for a living. We have to earn a right. living. A lot of the leftists are not working, or they're True. they're in community or they're community organizers that are funded by taxpayer dollars, and all they do uh, to earn a living is to uh, propagandize the left-wing jargon. It's, it's unbelievable. Right. So people like us, we have to earn a living, man. We, we, you know, I work right. a lot of hours a week. I'm sure you do also. Oh, uh, we don't have yeah. time. I used to go to a lot of uh, school board meetings. I used to address the county legislature here in Rochester, uh, even Albany. I used to go there. But I'm telling you, we have a lack of time, and I'm, I'm a, one of millions they have that same problem. Yeah. Well, I get that. You're absolutely correct. And that's the hard part of this is that you got to find that balance. But let me do this for you. And I, I'm not trying to be a jerk on you here, but if there's no country left, then what did you go to work for? And well, I'm not you, telling you to quit your job, but we've, we've somewhere along the line, we've got to pick up that mantle and we got to fight. Well, we are, and and I personally yes, am. What I do, I send out probably 25 to 35 emails per week to left-wing right. uh, left media, the Associated Press, as an example. I probably have mm-hmm. dealt with 15 or 20 Associated Press 
reporters nationally and internationally on their bias Perfect. reporting. And it goes with the local NPR station here also. Yep. And I, I, I point out to them their bias on specific yeah. uh, stories. That's perfect. That's my I mean, little... and see, look, if you're not doing that, then who is, right? I mean, there's not like there's a line of you guys trying to get in there to tell them how, you know, these things are wrong. So you got to keep doing that. You got to carry that water because they've got big corporations carrying water for them. But remember, NPR and NBC and ABC, they all have contracts with the government. They're providing services for the government with no exchange of goods. So what is it that they're doing for the government? Well, the one are they thing just I'd carrying like to... water for them? The one thing yeah. I'd like to see when the uh... – the Republicans take over the House, I'm going to submit some of the dialogue I've had with NPR, and I've got documented cases of hundreds of uh, situations of uh, bias that NPR has mm-hmm. done. And uh, I think right. that should be brought to the attention of the Republicans in the House, and possibly they could do an investigation. Oh, absolutely. Well, remember, that's National Public Radio. Exactly. You're paying for this national program to just screw you over with ideology that tears down free markets. Exactly, and, and that's one yeah. thing I'm going to do after the first of the year. Good. Well, you know, and, and think about that. I mean, you feel like you're, you're not doing much, but I'm going to tell you what, I'm very impressed with the idea that you're pushing back on these guys with facts and doing the right thing. If you're not doing it, then who will, right? If not you, then who? And if not now, then when? And we have to be mindful of that. So thank you so much for your call. I appreciate you calling in. If I'm on again, make sure and uh, say hi to us when I'm on there the next time. So have a happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. sir. You bet. We'll talk to you soon. Guys, this is is perfect. I mean, we've got these great examples of these two gentlemen that are willing to put themselves out there as the tip of the spear on different ways of doing this. It's not – guys, remember, God gave you talents. God gave you talents. And and it's not in widget-making. God gave you a talent that, and and I found after I'm 51 years old, and I started the radio show and the TV stuff about four and a half years ago, five years ago. I would never planned on being the radio. I never planned on being on TV. I mean, that wasn't what I was doing. I was doing private contracting with the Department of Defense for almost 18 years, keeping my nose clean, having that security clearance. I was doing that stuff, and God said, "You know what? There's something else for you out there." And I went through a horrible transformation of my life. If I said, "Hey, God, you know, make me make me what you want me to be." But don't do what you're going to do to me. Uh, that's it would never have, it would never have made me as grateful for what I'm doing now. But God saw something else in me. I'm using my God-given talents to push things, to lead people, to do these things. And your God-given talent may be just doing flyers, just doing printing, doing mailers, going door, knocking door to door on canvassing, whatever it is. Going to the school board meetings. You got to find your talent. And give that 10%. I talk about it on my show consistently over and over again. The 10% you do for your neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government, the more you do for them, the less they have to do for you. So learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. The world will be a better, far better place. Think about that, guys. Doing more for the world around you. That means going to those meetings, going to the door-to-door, doing the meeting that you have to do. Be the secretary. Be the treasurer. But do your part. Use your God-given talent. And however God gave that to you. And it just, maybe you go do the widgets during the day, but you got to use your God-given talent at night or whatever it is. Find out what that is and use it to your best of your abilities. I'm doing something now completely different in my life. I live my life differently than I ever thought I would. And I have become a different person because I said, hey, I want to be what I need to be. I need to be the right person. And so my life has changed directions. I'm doing that now. I'm not saying you have to change your job or move or do whatever, but Think about what your God-given talent is and use it and watch God, what he can do with your little bit of faith 
to your community, to your city, your county, state, and the federal government, that little extra. So a 10%, right? That's kind of biblical in those ways. So guys, be mindful of who you are in this time. Get your heart in the right place so that the future is amazing for you. The reflection of your future is your heart now. Guys, thank you so much for everything you guys are doing out there. Thank you for being a part of the show at Dark Delight. I'm Jim Price sitting in for Josh Reed. You guys have a fantastic Thanksgiving, and we'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye.